All right, here we go. Welcome back, ladies. This one's for all you hardworking mamas out there. Coach Ferlaine here, along with Coach Mary and Coach Lexis, to talk all things mom life and how macros have affected us and our families. So just a quick intro. We are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com to request more information. First off, I wanted to make sure that you guys know who's here. So Coach Mary and Coach Lexus are here. If you guys want to say hello. Hello. All right. Well, today what we're covering is the mamas of the habit, a.k.a. us three. This little, we're calling this the macro mamas, by the way, guys. That's, isn't that a perfect, perfect title for this? We wanted to get together and chat about our own personal experience with managing being a mom, macros, and nutrition, and everything in between. Since Lexis and I are first-time moms, we also wanted to touch base a little bit on breastfeeding and postpartum. So sit back, relax, maybe grab your kiddos and listen up. But before we dive into the extra gritty stuff, we wanted to do, we always like to do a little icebreaker. And for this one, this is going to be super easy. How about your favorite season? Winter, spring, summer, or fall. I could sing that too if I wanted to. But let's go. Coach Mary, favorite season? Well, summer. Because I honestly feel like I thrive the best when it's super hot outside. I don't know. I guess it's like the Texan in me. But if it is... 100 degrees like I love it I don't know what it is I just like the sun I like it to be hot it's just my favorite I love summer plus it's fun you get to go on vacations to the beach whatever I love summertime well does it get does it get pretty cold in Texas though or not really well I mean this past year we got a natural disaster we got a freeze over so I mean apparently it does now uh, who knew <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always time for a first I guess this year's <laughs> for it <laughs> How about Lexus? What for you? So my favorite season is definitely going to be summer also, just because I grew up in Maine. And so, yeah, it just gets really cold there. And I am a California girl through and through now. I've been here since 2011. And well, actually, I was in Arizona for a few years. And then, um, yeah, I've been here ever since. And I just I thrive in the heat. I love it. And yeah, not a cold girl. So I am definitely a fall girl. Like I love fall. I love the colors of all the oranges. That's that's like my favorite thing. It, and it just like gives you into the mood of it's almost Christmas time. And that's also my favorite holiday. So I think that's why I, I love. Do you get any kind of fall weather in no. Texas? No, maybe a little itty Mary. bit. Like sometimes we'll see like an orange leaf and I'm like, oh, look, it's so pretty. But no, <laughs> not really. We only have like summer and then winter and that. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's we have it. a smidgen of fall sometimes and spring a little bit, but very <laughs> short periods of time. Well, see, that was an easy question, right? An easy question for to break up the ice. And now we're going to go into the even funner stuff. I know that's not a word, but let's just make fun of me saying funner. <laughs> it is today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. All right, my first question is, being a mom, I know it's already hard enough on its own, but what is the biggest pest peeve you guys have in your household and with your kids? Um, how about Lexus? What would that be? 
So obviously right now, Luca's only 11 months old. So she's 11 and a half yes. months. So obviously she doesn't really do that many annoying things yet. Whereas like Mary has older kids. And so I'm sure she has like way way more annoying things that are going on. But um, I think the most annoying thing is cleaning up after all of her meals because she's such a crazy eater and she just makes the biggest messes. So I'm constantly cleaning up after her and like cleaning food off the walls and it's just a mess. So we have lots of little hand towels that are soft and we wipe everything down a million times a day. And yeah, that's pretty much the most annoying thing. I probably would have agreed yeah. on you on that one too. So now Mary gets to answer this question. Let's go. Well, I mean, honestly, like, okay. So as far I have a lot of pet peeves. Okay. Let me just be <laughs> honest. I'm going to tell you, but if I had to choose one that I'll just bring up now, it's more along the lines with my teenager. The biggest pet peeve is the, well, my friend's mom said that she could do it. My friend said that they could do it. And it's that like almost that comparison as a mom, like, well, I mean, shoot, like, am I being too strict? Am I being too lenient? Or that excuse of like, my friend's parents and my my friends get to do this and they get to do that. And it's always that constant comparison as a mom, like, are you being good enough mom? And you try (laughs) to block those out, but it's just human nature to feel that way sometimes. Like you constantly second guess yourself, even though I've been a mom for almost 16 years, I still second guess myself all the time. So that's probably my biggest pet peeve is the constant comparison to other parents. And that's just more on me than anything else. It's my own fault. But it's that it's more that. But my friends said their their friends get to do it. And ugh, I hate it. Like, stop (laughs) it. I'm not I'm not your friend's mom. I'm your mom. That's what I always say. Like, I don't care what your friends do. I'm your mom. So. (laughs) But so I, I don't know how old your oldest is, Mary. Who, how old's your oldest? She's almost 16. She'll be 16. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you're like, you're having to deal with like teenager stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Let me tell you. It's really fun. Can't wait for y'all to get there. I know. Lexus and I can't wait already. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> well, how, how has planning and tracking macros affected your guys's daily routine especially with well with 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 kids and also with teenagers because now you're like completely different kind of realm there um Mm -hmm. coach mary what's how's that looking for you so i mean honestly since i wasn't tracking macros when i first had kids i didn't start until my youngest she's four now she was two um or almost two she was 18 months when i started so for me i didn't start even knowing anything about macros until way into like i was later on for a while so for me it was more just it was challenging trying to balance everything like learning new foods to buy because you know when you typically go to the store you're buying the same things all the time so when you're not macro minded you're kind of changing things up a little bit so that finding what works for me now at at the beginning that was a little bit challenging but as far as counting macros itself that wasn't too hard it was more just finding a new normal that wasn't normal for me at the start yeah. So yeah. was that kind of difficult with your kids now having to track macros and having to deal with like what they're eating versus what you're eating? No, because we don't we don't eat the same things half the time. <laughs> I don't, the food battle isn't a something that I choose. I'm a very my my philosophy as a parent is pick your own battles to decide what's important to you and what's not. 
And the food thing is just not a big deal to me. There's way yeah. bigger issues that you have to deal with as a parent. And if my kids want chicken nuggets and that's not something that Nick and I, my husband and I want, I don't care. <laughs> like it's what, yeah. if you, as long as you're eating, that's what I'm happy about. <laughs> if you're eating, fine. Just eat whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So. Get something in that belly. Mm-hmm. Alexis, have, have you had to deal with that on your own too? I know you're counting right now. Yeah. So I, um, I'm not a huge meal prepper, like every single, um, I don't like meal prep a big, huge thing on Sunday. I've been counting for over six years now. And so, um, I count every day. It's just kind of part of my routine. It doesn't really affect my day to day that much just because it's like, for me, it's like brushing my teeth. It's just part of me. Um, I like it. I thrive off of it. And I'll usually like batch prep, um, a bunch of protein. That's one thing I will do. And, um, yeah, I just kind of roll with it. Have you guys found it harder to plan your meals with the kids around? Cause I'm like having, I mean, thank God for my husband. Cause he does most of the cooking now, which is complete opposite before. Like I'm having to have, have that issue of finding the time to even like meal plan. So yeah, like I, I don't really meal plan. Um, kind of like I said, um, I just, I kind of like to go based off of what I'm craving that day. And so I will do like some one big meal every week. I do a Lily Loves Macros meal, typically from her one cookbook. Mm-hmm. My husband and I both love those. They're super macro friendly, huge portions. Um, but I, I'm not a meal planner. So I don't like sit down and plan out every single day a meal that we're going to have. I just like to really go off of, again, how I'm feeling, what I'm craving for that day. Um, some days I want all sweet things. Some days I want all savory things. Um, some days I have breakfast for dinner. Some days I have no breakfast at all. It just depends. And I like to ride with that and, um, eat intuitively. I kind of do the same thing as far as like dinners. That's just whatever we want. I meal prep my lunches for me for the week. Now that I'm working, it's easy for me to like meal prep something that I can just make up while I'm, um, working or whatever yeah and I don't have to think about it um I meal prep Nick's stuff because he works so I meal prep like his lunches and his breakfast so I don't really meal prep dinners either I mean I I would if I needed to but um to me it's it just makes it easier but I love the just meal prepping a big batch of protein like even protein. if it's just chicken because yes. or like chicken and like ground turkey because you can make anything out of those so if you're craving a chicken taco you can make that if you're craving a quesadilla you can make that if you're craving a salad you can make that like you can make anything with a bulk prep of any type of protein so you don't have yeah. to even if it's just chicken that you're prepping in the crock pot you can put that in anything or a ground turkey if you just have it in there you can make tacos you can make tostadas you can make sloppy joes you can make anything with it so normally it's just like yeah if it's just like one bulk protein then yes i do that but as far as like meal prepping dinners and stuff i don't really do that either (laughs) see see everyone is just like you guys too just keep that in mind Mm -hmm. we we kind of act like super moms but we're not really that super mom it's just behind the scene right (laughs) well that's like dinner simple is the key for me like i agree we're busy and on tuesdays and wednesdays we have gymnastics we have ninja warriors and we have ballet so we 
honestly always plan to eat out on Wednesday nights. Like, that's what we do. We get either yeah. McDonald's for the kids oh. or Chick-fil-A. Like, it is what it is because I don't want to cook and it's a late night. I don't get home till like 6, 6.30. And so, um, and then on Tuesdays, it's something really simple. So, we always plan for a night out. Um, yeah, eating whatever. Regardless. And yeah, because we know it's a busy day and that's okay. Like, if you're going to need to grab something, just grab it and plan ahead and that's fine. So. Absolutely agree. Yep. Well, so, so speaking of that, at a young age, like how how do you teach your kids proper nutrition and body image, especially nowadays, you know, the, what around them, society pretty much dic- dictates this. And it, it's it's sad at the same time. It's really a tough situation for a lot of parents. So how, how would you teach your kids now, especially at a young, you know, I mean, Lou's still pretty young, but Mary, you, you have teenagers and you have, you know, a little bit older children like how do you how do you go about that so for emma um she's very very self-aware at this point in her life she's very conscious of what other girls look like they have different body types um social media plays a huge role which is really hard at this age because when we were younger that just wasn't a thing that we yeah. were exposed to and so seeing different people and being very self-aware of what her body looks like compared to other people um is really hard so for me i have made it a point and this has been something that i have started the past two years where she gets to decide how she wants to look so her hair um she asked for a nose ring and I took her to get it. I'd much rather me take her to go get it and have that, um, what's the word, like a, like expression um, in a healthy way. So for me, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like her clothes, I'm very girly. She's not at all. And we're very different <gasps> as far as our styles go. And that's okay with me. And I think it's great and it's totally fine. So, and for Berkeley, it's I'm always constantly, every time, like telling her she's beautiful all the time. She likes to follow anything I do. If she's putting makeup on, she'll put the, she will look like uh, Mimi from Drew Carey. Like literally that's what she looks like. And I'm like, you look so beautiful. I love your makeup. And you know, she loves it. Um, And then I also, I do the pick two things. So if I know I want her to wear like a dress or whatever, I'll pick two dresses. I'll say, okay, which one do you want? And she thinks in her mind, that's her picking what she's wearing. Or I'll do two shoes and say, okay, which shoes do you want to wear? And I don't care either one, but I've kind of picked, but she's still picking if that makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just the just letting them. And for Jackson, he's honestly, I hate to say this, he's a boy. He really just doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't care. I mean, he's he's just different. Whatever. Yeah. It's just different with boys. It really is. And I, well, at least with mine, he's just he doesn't really give one rip. (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's athletic shorts and athletic shirt, he's fine. He's good to go. (laughs) Yeah. How do you? go about do um thinking about this i mean i know i like i said lexus for you and i like our little girls are still pretty young but like it's things you kind of want to think about it at this young age too right absolutely so i you know i believe that babies are a sponge kids are always watching you um i'm always telling luca you know, that she's beautiful. And, um, I also think that, you know, it's really important to have a really good relationship with yourself as well. Um, because you need to be talking about yourself in a healthy way. You can't be saying that you're, you're fat or you're overweight or, ew, I look gross because your kids are going to hear that. And that's going to, you know, soak in and, and sink in. And so, 
Um, kids are constantly copying you. Luca literally like pulled out towels the other day and was cleaning the floor because she sees me doing it. So it's clear that even though she's only, you know, right under a year old, she's obviously paying attention. And so I think, um, feeding her all these healthy foods from a young age, telling her that food is fuel, explaining that to her, telling her that no food is good or bad. She's allowed to have cookies. She's allowed to have cake, obviously not every single day, but um, it's just important to be balanced and have that healthy conversation about body image, talking about how we all are built differently. We're beautifully made by God um, and everyone is different and unique. And so I just want to instill in her that no matter what, she's beautiful and she's perfect just the way she is and um you know that other people's opinions of of her really don't matter so yeah i mean i could i'm i'm totally like i'm probably at the same page as you are on on this one lexus like i could probably go on and on in this because it's 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 such a hard topic nowadays especially with i think with little like girls in general well we don't want to go too far into there because we might have a another complete different podcast just for that topic we'll go ahead and segue into postpartum being postpartum so lexus and i um lexus you are 11 months now she's yeah she's gonna be she's gonna be a year old on june 8th oh my god that's so soon oh and i'm about four and a half months postpartum and uh, how has macros affected you during this time and i know like i think you answered this question already about tracking and how about how did it affect like your breastfeeding also so yeah so basically i started tracking again um i i want to say it was around eight weeks postpartum um i tracked through my pregnancy loosely yeah um but i obviously wasn't super strict i kind of ate what i wanted but just made sure that i was still fueling my body because i was working out my whole pregnancy so around eight weeks postpartum i began tracking again and honestly i used it as a tool to ensure that i was eating enough right because Mm -hmm. with breast feeding if you don't eat enough calories you your supply goes down so my biggest goal you know was not weight loss it was not to be in a deficit it was just to make sure that I was fueling my body properly so that I could provide nutrients to Luca um and so yeah it just I just started again just like I always have and it mm-hmm. really wasn't that big of a difference um aside from me eating a ton of food obviously um you know it felt like so much food just because I've just spent so so much of my life at That's low calories, but yeah, have. I am not mad about all the food that I was eating. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. T- it's tough because I mean, I was, I wasn't fully counting macros before, but I needed to kind of just see where I was at after the, you know, postpartum. Cause again, like same with you, I needed to make sure that I was eating enough and I was not like, I was definitely under eating for a little, for a little bit of time. And it, it didn't affect me in a way that it was completely bad, but I, I, I need to be eating 2,600 calories. And like, I'm not, it's so hard to get there sometimes because of how busy you are. I work full time at a gym and then I have, I, she's with me at the gym, um, from not like pretty much like eight hours. So it's, I, even though I, I meal plan and I meal prep, I sometimes there's still nights where I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. Whoops. Sorry about that. Uh, but <laughs> it's just like, I, I, I need to be a little bit better of knowing what to eat and how much I'm eating because right now I'm kind of all over the place. And that's just completely being honest, you know, like, I mean, we all have, we, we all have our things that we're trying to take care of at the same time. But yeah, it's definitely, I need to just kind of hone in and be like, all right, thank God. Like, thankfully my milk supply hasn't been really been affected as I even have a hawker right now on me as I were talking. Love, <laughs> love that. That was freaking amazing. I love that. I had no idea. I'm like, yes, I love that. 
I people everyone was like you need a haka I was like what the fuck is a haka and then mm-hmm. I got it and I was like oh shit this is all I need like I don't need anything else <laughs> the best thing that you can be doing to make sure that you're eating enough is add lots of sauces cook all your meals with butter olive oil just focus on eating really calorically dense foods as opposed to just eating more food I think that's people's biggest issue and I think it's just really nice when you focus on not eating more, just eating again, more calorically dense food. So all the good stuff, fat, avocado, peanut butter, all the good stuff. So yeah. I never thought sauces. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's, that's actually a really great tip. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. On the other spectrum of that is what analogy that I like to use with my clients is if you're going to think of 400 calories versus 400 calories. So you can have a cheeseburger that's 400 calories, or you can have a salad that's 400 calories. Then you picture a stomach. So you eat a cheeseburger and it fills your stomach up a quarter of the way. But you eat a big old salad that's the same calories, but it's going to fill more of your stomach up, yes. therefore more volume. So you can choose whether or not you want the volume of filling your stomach up, having more food, a big salad that has all the things, mm-hmm. or It's the same calories versus calories, but you get to choose how you're spending it. So whether it's calorically dense or it's high volume, either way, you're going to fill your stomach up a little bit. Or if you're like, if you have a hard time hitting your calories, um, use that, use that as something that you can do like a four calorie. Or if you're hungry all the time or whatever, think of like a salad that's going to fill your stomach up more than something that would just fill it up a little bit. And that's kind of the analogy I always try to picture I always tell my clients to picture in their head two stomachs what 400 calories are you going to use a little bit or a lot which one yeah so that's a great that's a really great tip see I I mean I knew I was going to come somewhere out of there with that whole postpartum thing because we can talk all kinds of dirty stuff about postpartum and that 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 one's probably the best tip I've had and I've heard well (laughs) now we're going to just go ahead and since we're talking about food again what is your guys's favorite healthy kid snack that the kiddos like so right now oh yeah so right now jackson is obsessed this is like his nightly dinner every night he went or not nightly dinner nightly snack is apples and peanut butter he loves it so i just get like the chip peanut butter cups because that's his favorite hey, thing that's really and he good. loves it he thinks it's the coolest so we cut the apples he loves apples peanut <laughs> he wants it every night berkeley is the least picky she's my youngest she's the least picky she will eat whatever um but um she loves rice cakes with chocolate hummus those are like her favorite i give her Hummus. Oh yeah, she's upset. She, she will, loves that. And she'll. They have like chocolate hummus cups too, and so I just put those in her lunch for school, and she'll just eat it with a spoon. That's like her. That's favorite. such a good health. That is a really healthy <laughs> snack. Like it's, it. you're eating chocolate, but you don't know that it's actually. Yeah, she doesn't know. She has no chickpeas. idea. And yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Emma is Emma's just all the fruit. She she can't cut a mango or a kiwi to save her life. So I just got kiwi and mango at the store, and so. She always, every time, can you cut this for me? And she loves it. But yeah, she's all about the fruit. So (laughs) how about you, Alexis? My favorite healthy kids snack is all the fruit, avocado on toast, cheese sticks or yogurt with chia seeds and flax seeds and some peanut butter mixed in as well. Obsessed with that. Um, Luca literally is like a garbage kale a garbage pail and she'll eat anything. So she's not picky in any way, shape or form. That's good. Very cool. See, I'm again, I'm learning a lot more stuff with these two mamas here than 
then probably I can with with books, to be honest. Like same with like when, you know, I was pregnant. I was like, I don't at first I was like so excited. I'm going to go read all the books. But then I actually didn't. And I just learned from my friends because I think that's kind of the best advice is coming from real people. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and have our closing thoughts here. And after everything that we've talked about, let's talk about what would be your best advice to moms out there that's trying to juggle the mom life and just staying healthy in general? Mary? So um, for me, it was it's a little bit different because I had already had my kids when I started my healthy journey and I was very overweight at that time. I was suffering from PTSD um, and also having postpartum depression for my loss. Um, so I was in a very dark mental place. And so for me, one thing that I've always said is I knew that I needed to put myself first for a while um, before my kids because I wanted to give my kids the best of me, not the rest of me. And that's kind of how I felt for a long time. Like I was just giving my kids and my family the bare minimum of what I could offer at the time. And so um and now like just seeing like Emma and like her seeing like she's like I never even realized that you were that overweight when I show her like my four and a half she's like I didn't even like see it and so it's like for her she's like I can't even believe it um and so like in or if I'm like working out at home my little kids love to work out with me they have their own little ways and everything and that's just fun and it can really become like a family affair and it doesn't have to be just you doing it, it like you your kids pick up on little things here and there so yeah it's just it's fun i like it now <laughs> at first it was it was weird for sure for everyone just finding a new normal but now it's just the part of our life i'm sure as the kids get older too everything kind of gets easier because they're a little bit more mm-hmm. independent yes <laughs> right right now at, at at their age what we have with us lexus i mean they're still depending a lot on us like pretty much how they survive but yeah for how what would your best advice be lexus Closing thoughts. My best advice to moms out there juggling mom life and staying healthy. So my biggest advice here is that you cannot pour from an empty cup. If you want to be the best wife, the best mother, the best household leader, you have to take care of yourself and be healthy. If you have shit confidence, if you feel insecure, you are not going to be able to help your kids learn to be confident, happy, healthy, and love themselves. They watch your every move. Like I went over the other, like when I went cut that. They watch your every move, like I said earlier. So make sure that you lead by example because they are watching you and yeah, just be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Yeah, I I absolutely self-care, especially with being a mom. A mom of one is already hard enough. Mary, I don't know how you do it with being a mom of of three, right? Three kiddos. Luckily, one's a teenager. So that... To me, it's kind of, it's, it's like, I don't know. And plus, my husband helps out a lot. So having help, yeah. that's how I do it. <laughs> I don't do it alone. I yeah, do, having help is definitely. I don't want to take credit for doing it alone because I don't. I do not do it alone. It is like, I don't know. I don't know how moms can do it. And like I becoming a parent has probably has changed my aspect of like women and, and moms in general. Like I'm just so much respect and being where I am now too. Like it, I, again, like I don't know how moms do it, but I guess for me, the best advice that I can, I can give is just on with my own experience, just letting go of what you can't control because we have to go on with our lives without having, you know, 
yes, plan what you can, but if it doesn't go your way, like let it be, because if you dwell on that, your day is just going to end up ruined regardless. Like, so to me, that's been, and with babies, there's no, nothing goes unplanned. My birth didn't go the the way I planned it to be. (laughs) As Lexus always says, like, Lexus always says having a child was probably her most humbling thing. And I agree. It it, it brings you down a lot of levels because you always go into being a parent thinking, I am not going to do this and I am not going to do that. I'm not going to be the mom. Please, like, stop saying that because you never know what kind of mom you're going to be because, and I've even told Lexus, each of my kids are different. Every single one of them are different. My son is the most loving, affectionate, neediest child. He's almost eight and still wants to sleep with us in bed. Berkeley, the most independent, could care less what the heck is going on. Like, she sleeps in her own room. Every kid is different. So lowering your expectations as a parent is really going to be very the best thing for you because you never know what kind of child you're going to have everyone my kids are different so for me i needed to hear that too you know what i mean like again being such being so new at this there's still a lot of talks inside my head if you know other people myself and hearing it from just another parent it's also refreshing to know that Uh, but next episode stay tuned guys you're i'm coming back oh shit i'm coming back coach mary's gonna be back also and coach chloe and we're gonna talk how important it is to add strength training in your life it's not all about cardio ladies gotta add some strength training in there as well so stay tuned for that we'll talk to you guys soon have a good night and hope you guys enjoy the episode bye